Good morning and greetings in Jesus precious name. Welcome to this morning's conversation on marriage talk. I hope that you are continuing to pursue God's face, God's heart, God's love, God's desire and God's design behind marriage. You know marriage is the most intimate relationship that God has formed on this planet and it is very necessary that we do marriage God's way we indulge in relationships the way that God wants us to indulge in them and especially marriage marriage is that one relationship which is exclusive to one person there was one Adam and one Eve one person is connected to another person because of the presence of god that comes upon that marriage and it is very necessary for us to continue to dig the scriptures dig into the heart of god and and know what are the things that really matter to god what are the things that really matter to the heart and the mind of god when it comes to marriage you know we live in a world where we believe in the principles of dating and courting and hanging out and meeting and getting to know the person pretty well before we actually get married to that person and there's there's not much wrong with that except the fact that sometimes during that period of dating and courting we lay the wrong kinds of foundations and and that automatically makes your marriage more difficult because the better the foundation the stronger the building is going to be the worse the foundation the more dangerous that building is going to be so it's very necessary that we learn how to do dating god's way how to get to know your future spouse in the way that god wants you to get to know them not outside of the boundaries that god wants you to get to know them and i know that several of us that are listening this morning are already married and we are well past this stage in life but i pray and i hope that you would use these guidelines and these conversations to help other younger couples who are uh, preparing their journey and preparing their hearts and preparing their emotions in their journey towards marriage and it is very necessary for us to talk about these kind of things and mentor younger people in our churches in our families in our homes uh, and and help them and guide them and make sure that they are doing it the right way many of us did not have godly voices and godly instruction around us uh, and we all made our fair share of mistakes and it's necessary that we be the voice of hope and the voice of god and the ones that will reflect the mind and the heart of god to the next generation now if you are one of those that are preparing your heart and your mind and your life everything about you in your journey towards marriage and you are already seeing somebody or you're preparing to get married or you're preparing to get engaged i hope that this conversation will be a blessing to you the first thing that i want to begin by emphasizing is that marriage is the covenant your exchange of text messages is not the covenant uh, your uh, commitment to each other is not the covenant your ring exchange uh, probably on your day of engagement is not the ultimate covenant 
it is uh, not even the i love you expressions that you tell each other which is the covenant marriage what happens on your wedding day when the presence of god comes down and his presence unites both of you as one that is that point of commitment that is that point of making that covenant before god so don't mistake anything that happens before marriage as the covenant now why am i telling you this because sometimes we engage into the relationship we engage into conversations we engage into territories which are meant to be explored in the safe confines of a relationship that has the walls of a covenant for example a physical relationship uh, when two people they get into a physical relationship and they have sexual intercourse that is meant to be explored only within the confines of the marital institution and when it happens outside of that earlier than that and before you've actually exchanged your vows to each other it is only going to be damaging because there is no walls protecting that uh, relationship and in the same way the, the the challenge with many of us is that we think as long as we don't have sets before marriage i think we will be fine and that's the only boundary that we draw when it comes to preparing for marriage and i think that that's also not enough it's not just enough that you don't get involved physically here are some things that i would like to just share with you and put it across to you i'd love to hear your thoughts i it's completely all right if you disagree with my way of uh, interpreting these things but uh, let's just have a conversation on this and and let's engage with god's word on this particular topic and let's know what is it that god is trying to teach us from his word the bible says this in song of solomon chapter 2 and verse 7 this verse is in fact repeated multiple times in this entire book of song of solomon it says promise me o woman of jerusalem by the gazelles and the wild deer not to awaken love until the time is right the bride is getting the other young women of jerusalem and getting them to promise to her that they are not going to awaken love awaken their desires or awaken their emotional connections until the time is right now the whole book of song of solomon if you see its expression of love it is an expression of awakened love and yet this lady is just about to get married she's already committed to somebody and now she's expressing her love and her commitment towards this man and she is talking to other women who have not yet reached that stage of their journey towards marriage and she's looking at them and saying guys i know that you are going to be tempted looking at me to do the same thing that i am doing and yet i want you to be warned about this do not awaken this side of your emotions do not awaken this part of your heart till the time is right now what i am going to talk to you about is how to draw emotional boundaries during your dating phase emotional boundaries during the 
time that you are exploring your relationship with your future spouse. And uh, the, the fact of the matter is this, that even if you've heard from God, even if you understand pretty well that this is the person you would like to get married to, there is absolutely no assurance that you are going to marry the same person till the day that you actually do get married. You know, we pray and we hope that this is God's will and we work towards it and everything. But till the day that you actually do get married, there is absolutely no assurance that this is the person that you're going to get married to. And that is why it is very necessary for us to guard our emotional investments into the person. What if you get overtly emotionally attached and invested into a person and that relationship doesn't work out? And, you know, your soul has already become one with the person. Your body must not have, but your soul has become one with that person. And then the pain of breakup and then the pain of having to recover from it and then the pain of having to forget it and, and try to move on in life and move on into a new relationship. That's extremely traumatic. And that is why God is warning us in his word saying, do not awaken this part of love, this side of your heart till the time is right. Now, you may ask me, what are the signs that I am emotionally invested into my relationship? Now, the thing is this, when you have an interest in a person, when you find somebody who has an interest in you and you have an interest in that person and you begin exploring each other and, uh, you know, it's very natural, very normal for you to want to spend more time with that person. It's very natural for you to constantly shower that person with appreciation and give words of appreciation. It's natural for you to want to, you know, invest your money, your gifts, you know, buy expensive stuff and buy clothes or buy whatever provisions they need in that particular season and just, you know, Make sure that you're there for them, even in that particular season when you're dating them, uh, taking them to expensive restaurants, um, you know, all the expensive stuff that you do to try to woo that person. The other things that we do is we do acts of services, things that we do, we go out of our way to help the other person or to uh, complete their assignment or to, you know, just drop them off to some place or whatever ways that you um, are showing your commitment to that person, your emotional investment into that person. All of these are signs of emotional investment. Now, I know what you're thinking in your head. You're wondering, if I don't give all these things, how can I even woo this person? How can I even make this person want to have interest in me, want to have uh, uh, to spend his or her entire life with me? How can I convince this person that this person needs to spend his or her entire life with me if I don't give that person time, if I don't give that person words of affirmation and money and acts of service and all those things? Now, let me warn you here, my dear friend. If the person that you are interested in or if the person that is interested in you is with you because of your emotional investment into that person with time, words, money, all these other things, you like it or not, 
there will come a point when you may not have sufficient time for this person. There will come a point when your words will run out and you will not have enough words to appreciate this person. There will come a time where you will not have all the money in the world to help and buy all the kinds of gifts that the person needs or wants. There will come a time where your acts of service, acts of love will not be sufficient, will not be enough. You may not be able to meet that person's expectation. What happens then? If that person is wanting to get married to you because of your emotional investment into that person, then it is a big fail to begin with. The thing with marriage is that we always look for somebody who makes us feel good. And that is the wrong way to look at it. I think that the whole purpose of marriage is to come together to want to glorify God, to want to lift up the name of Jesus. And, and if your coming together is only to make you feel good and to make the other person feel good and not necessarily to honor the Lord, it's not necessarily to glorify God, then that marriage or that relationship has become an idol that you have begun to worship. That relationship has become a, a deep dark hole that is going to suck out the life out of you. It is very, very necessary, my dear friends, that you be prepared to not emotionally invest into the relationship as soon as that friendship begins. So what should you do? You should exchange facts, not feelings. When you just start exploring a person, start getting to know about that person's dreams and desires. And, you know, even if you like the person, a hundred person, even if you have fallen in love with that person all over in your head and in your heart, refrain from expressing it more than required and just, just stop. Uh, speaking words like I miss you and I love you and I want to spend time with you and you're the best and all of these things. Now, I'm not saying you should not do that at all in your relationship. There will definitely come a time. I will explain that in uh, the next few minutes. But to begin with, when you are in a relationship, in the beginning stages of your relationship, when I am counseling or leading somebody in our churches, uh, I tell them, hey, for the first six months, Keep aside every kind of emotional investment. Don't be invested emotionally. Take this time to get to know each other factually. Take this time to understand the background that this person comes from. Take this time to understand where he or she is headed to. And take this time to go to God and seek His will regarding this relationship. This is not the time for you to invest into this relationship emotionally. The only person that you can emotionally depend on, that you can completely give yourself to in any stage of your singleness is God. The best gift that you can give to your future spouse, the best gift that you can give to your fiance, to the person that you're going to get married to, is your total emotional dependence on God. If you are dependent on the other person, if you are dependent on somebody else telling you how good you are, if you are dependent on somebody else validating you and making you feel good, I'm telling you, 
you are about to ruin the other person's marriage so so if you are still in that place where you feel that you need that appreciation that you need that word of comfort or you need that gift or you need that act of service from your boyfriend or your girlfriend then it is necessary that you disconnect from that and you explore your emotional dependency and just try to depend on god may god be that source of all comfort in your life may god be the source of all validation in your life that my friend is the best gift that you can give to your future marriage partner and if you don't do this if you get involved emotionally with your fiance before time what will happen is all of a sudden your prayer life and everything else will be tainted with this glass it will be very biased when you pray and you're asking the lord for confirmation and you're you're trying to hear from god everything will be biased because you're seeing everything from this tinted shades of emotional connection to this one person and it is necessary that especially in the stages of your relationship when you are not heard from god clearly where you've not understood full potential of your future relationship and you not really had a vision from the lord about your marriage what it is meant to do what it is capable of doing that you do not get emotionally invested into this person for whatever reason because that is going to damage your uh, emotional dependency on god so let me just reiterate that again i i just hope that you will get this because several problems that i have faced in marriage several problems that i have counseled with when it comes to other marriages several problems that young couples who are not yet married when they come to us not several i think a good 80 90% of problems that people come to us with it is because of unmet expectations of the other spouse um, the other spouse has not met their expectations or you have not met the expectations of the other spouse because you're expecting your spouse to do what only god can do in your life and it is necessary that you become emotionally independent before you can become emotionally dependent on your spouse in the days after your relationship now you may be asking so when do we actually begin to invest emotionally now the first phase of your dating is the exploring stage where you get to explore each other you know just get to know each other pretty well the next stage is the stage where you're committed to that person now in the explore stage is when you hear from god you seek the counsel of your parents your mentors your closest associates friends all of those people that you really value in your life and you get their opinion and then you get uh, committed and from the day that you get committed now you know different people see it or name it differently in the west they call it an engagement in india 
an engagement usually happens a week before the marriage or the day before marriage so i would call it the day that you are committing your life committing to get married to this person uh, at a later point of time so that is a day that you probably go on your knees and you're asking this person can i marry you or you know i'm i think i know for sure you're the person and i would like to get married to you and you know and and that is a day of commitment so until that day doesn't happen don't get involved emotionally now how do i know that that day has already happened in my uh, relationship one of the signs will be that you are prepared to get married and second that you have probably a predictable date towards which you are working a day that you're going to get married on you have a a, a day in the foreseeable future it's not like oh i'm going to get married in the next 10 years not like something like that but you you know an approximate date that on this day or this month i am going to get married and i have started preparing towards it that is the day that you're committed or you're engaged and uh, and this is also a point when your parents know about it your pastors know about it now your initial stages of dating you know when you're still exploring each other it's not necessary that people around you know about it because it may or may not work out it may or may not have uh, its full fruition so uh, in the initial stages my advice would be to keep it to yourself and to the closest of people that you trust with your whole life uh, but otherwise don't open this up to anybody else in the initial stage and after commitment and after you get engaged that is the point when everybody in your family especially your immediate physical family that you are accountable to you know your spiritual family that you are accountable to that they are aware of this relationship because now is when you are going to get investing emotionally into each other and see emotional connection always leads to more closeness and, and and that is the point where you want to hang out more you want to be meeting every day and doing everything possible all the time together and that is when the danger of crossing boundaries come and so it's very necessary that your family is aware of the fact that you're you're committed it's very necessary that your family is aware you know at least your spiritual mentors or your leaders are aware how often you're meeting what you're doing when you meet are you meeting privately or publicly where you're meeting what you're doing in that season especially after commitment because that is when you will begin to engage in a a dialogue you know just like the lady in um the book of song of solomon he, he she begins to express her love express her emotional connection to her future spouse and this is way before marriage you know they get married only i think in uh, song of solomon chapter 4 if i'm not wrong until there it is her expression of love before marriage and she begins to express her love and she begins to express her emotional connection and her emotional dependency and her desire for her future spouse and i am telling you it's not wrong to do that before marriage just that you have to wait at least till the point where you are sure this is the person i'm going to get married to and you're sure that you're going to get married to this person in the next 6 months or the next one year 
stops at the mats one year if your date is after two years then you're not really engaged then you're not really committed you have a lot of things to figure out you have a lot of things to put in place before you get committed or engaged so don't call it an engagement or don't call it a committed relationship if you're not planning to get married in the next one year so if you are planning to get married in the next one year then i think that you're ready to engage emotionally but in the safe confines of the people around you knowing about it in the safe confines of keeping it clean and godly in the safe confines of uh, you know keeping it in a place that it reflects the heart of god that god remains the center of all conversation now that you've always been dependent on god for your emotional um, nourishment now you're expressing your love to each other now you're expressing your emotional overflow to each other out of a place of an overflow not out of a place that i need you but that i really love you i want to give to you not that i want to receive from you i would like to give myself i would like to give my time my words my money everything that i have i would like to give them to you it is not from a place of asking or demanding or wanting and that is that is where you know you can keep all kinds of possessiveness out all kinds of unwanted expectations out and it's very necessary that that starts or that happens only and only after there is a point of commitment not before the commitment but only after the commitment and only after the engagement will begin the emotional dependency on the other person so what i was trying to do with this podcast was to try and lay some emotional boundaries that you can keep in place during your period of dating i began by explaining how marriage is the ultimate covenant marriage is the ultimate commitment so anything that happens before marriage we have to always put boundaries always prepare ourselves to not go overboard not do too much of what we are doing before marriage after marriage of course you can go all out but before marriage you have to put safe boundaries in every area especially emotions because that's what the bible says in song of solomon before the time is right do not awaken your love so if you are just dating and exploring your relationship with somebody you are interested in then stop investing all your time in that person stop investing all your words of affection and money gifts acts of service over that one person it's necessary that you learn to be dependent on god for your emotional satisfaction that you grow emotionally independent of everybody else around you that god will be the only person who will truly validate and make you feel secure and significant and from that place get to know that person factually not with your feelings from that place come to a place where you know that person well enough you've heard from god you've understood the heart of god and you're ready to give a commitment to marry her or marry him within the course of next 6 months or maximum 1 year and then begins your emotional connection and then begins your emotional investment and that also has to happen in the place of accountability let your 
leaders or your mentors, your marriage counselors know that you're doing this and, and how you're doing it and what are the boundaries you're putting into place for that also. I really hope that this conversation helped you. If you have any questions, feel free to ask us. Even if you disagree with what uh, guidelines we have laid down for you, you can definitely write to us and let us know and, and we would love to hear from you. And also, if you feel that this podcast can go to many more people and can help and bless more people, make sure to partner with us on a monthly basis. You can go on our website, pastorprigy.com slash donate and you can choose to partner with us on a monthly basis or on a one-time uh, donation, whatever you give to the Lord and you serve and you invest into this ministry. It will help us take resources like this to many people who need it and can be equipped and can be blessed by the same. Thank you for tuning in once again. God bless you. Have a blessed and an awesome season of exploring godly relationships ahead of you.